Oh, buddy, it's been, it's been ages, but we're back. They don't know that. They don't. It's just literally been another week for them. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, it's been like, what, two months? I think so. When did we last stop watching Sailor Moon? Wait, I could actually, I could, I could probably prove this. You could prove it. You have the technology. I have the file still. And the documentation. The last episode we recorded was on September 18th, 2017. Wow, and it's November. And it's November. Well, it'll be like December by the time this goes up, but, but well, still. they don't know that. <laughs> Power of editing. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome back. For us, not for you guys. I mean, welcome Second back. Second arc. It's, it's a new episode. Welcome to the season two premiere of Jared Woo-hoo. Now Watch Sailor Moon Crystal. It's a podcast where we watch Sailor Moon Crystal in its entirety. As we've been doing. Yes. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Anladium. That's Al. Hello. Hi, hi. And we're ready to dive into some arc two. Where we get a gun shoved in our face again. <laughs> we get that gun shoved in our face. Blah, blah. <laughs> Which, man, what a way to open a season. I mean, what a way to close the season as well. Okay, fair. I mean, like, you close the season and open the season with a tiny pink-haired girl holding a gun to Sagi's face. That's pretty intense. I mean, the original anime didn't even get that. They got a halfway through season two. They get that scene. Wow. Because the original anime adds in, like, a bonus, like, arc that's not in the manga. So you got to wait, like, a while before you even get to, like, the meat, the meat and potatoes of the actual season two. So... You get a little bit of time between the end of season one and then blah, blah, I'm locked and loaded and I'm going to shoot you in the face. (laughs) I'm very distracted by the phrase meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. I'll have to think about this. But anyway, blah, blah. It's like when when someone tells you, do you want to know how the sausage is made? No. Euphemisms. Anyways. Oh, like Love Stick? That one's one. Love Stick, yeah. Oh, buddy. What is the actual... What's what's the actual wording of that? The cutie moon rod. (laughs) That's the Love Stick. (laughs) That's not any better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lordy, lordy. So, yeah, we start off with Chibiusa's, like... It's still got that gun pointed at Usagi's face, which we last... When we last left off, that was the case. And then Mama was like, uh, I should probably do something. I don't want Usagi to get her brain splattered against the pavement and, like, pulls Chibiusa away as she fires her gun, which is just, like, a bunch of flowers. It's like, I just got a girlfriend. I can't have her dead now. <laughs> Even though that basically already happened. Okay, yeah. And then Chibiusa runs away. Mm-hmm. And okay. then. And then also just infiltrates Usagi's home. That was funny. Um, you get the little swirly eyes. They're like, yay, we have a new child. <laughs> Luna's like very like, she's like, oh, no, you don't. And like smacks the hell out of Usagi and Mamoru. Just just completely casually leaves the family out of it. Like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. Eh, they, they, can, they can stay brainwashed. Who cares? <laughs> they can think Chibiusa is a part of the family. That's cool. You two, though. Yeah. No, no, sir. 
Even though, I mean, technically, they're not wrong that she's part of the family. True. I mean, we'll get to that a, a little bit later on in the season, but... Anyways, we do get to meet up with our, our villains of this of this arc very early on. <gasps> Matt Mercer! <laughs> we were... Um... We were just talking about this not too long ago. If you've listened to the Season Lamb Checkup OVA and our Fire Emblem Warriors podcast, you have heard Al say that anytime she gets to talk about how much she loves Matt Mercer, she will do so. And once again, <laughs> we are it's back good, here. It's a good day when I get to talk about how much I love Matt Mercer. So we are introduced to Prince Demand, even though he spells that D-E-M-A-N-D-E. Yeah. And wise man, and also his his two his two. I forget if they're brothers. I think one is the brother. The other one is just like an underling. Yeah, Saphir and Rubius, and also the four Spectre sisters. Your villains. Can you imagine though, like when you're a baby, somebody names you wise man, and then like, what if well, you're dumb? I don't think he was technically born and named Wiseman. We'll, we'll get into that later on in the season. Okay, because he might have been. He's. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was not. I'm going to oh, click on this name right now and be like, no. Oh, that's a bummer. But we get Matt Mercer. But we do. Oh, hard eyes. Can I Can I talk about... I know I know. it's it's very just me being nitpicky, but the Wiseman voice is so weird. Because when I came from like the original, this is from coming from the original Japanese dub, like not even like the Crystal dub, uh, that they recast everyone for, but like the Japanese, like '90s dub, like had like Wiseman just sound like super demonic and deep voice, like I'm here to come and take over the legendary Silver Crystal, and like it just like it was so good and like creepy, but this one's just like Wiseman's like, hey, what's up, demand you? We're gonna go get that crystal or something? Hey, we're gonna you know crack open a couple of cold ones later on <laughs> i mean i didn't mind it but i don't have like a, a background right in it, but i don't know it's it's kind of like um igor i would think that it just takes a minute to to get used yeah. to a change i mean i did go and watch an episode of season three since that dubs up somehow even though the the home release isn't out by the time you're listening to this the home release will be out but like i think they got like the voice for like for pharaoh 90 and it's pretty similar to like what I was just talking about, where it's like super dark and deep and demonic. They put a lot of effects into that voice, let's just say. <laughs> so I think like it sounds a little bit better. But yeah, like I don't know. It was just it was very casual, I guess. Is kind of like my problem with it. Like he just sounds like he's about to bro it up with Prince Demand here. Like, hey, buddy. I mean, I would bro it up with him. <laughs> you would just bro it up with Matt Mercer. Come on, let's be real. Fair, I would. <laughs> A thousand percent, maybe more than a thousand percent. <laughs> you know what else is cool that we get in this episode? New transformation pins. It's true. We get the star power sticks because they have stars on them. Mm-hmm. And new communicators because everything else got fucking destroyed. Yeah, whoops. In the last battle. You know what we didn't get though? What? We didn't get Arcade Boy saying that he knew that they were there and that the secret lair was under his uh his arcade it's cabinet. True. I don't know if that's uh if that was this chapter or the next chapter in the manga. 
Heck, I don't remember. But yeah, it's it's such like a strange thing that they just omit. Like, there's a couple of things that they're that's very strange in in the first couple of episodes we've watched that they omit from the manga. Specifically, like like Arcade Boy being like, "Oh yeah, I guess it, you know it's hey, it's you guys. I didn't realize you had a secret base under here, and that you guys were the Sailor Guardians. Hey, that's real crazy. Anyways, you know, keep up the good work. You know, if you guys <laughs> need anything, I'm I'll be here for you guys. And like that's just like a simple thing you could include. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take that much time. It's weird. Um, and, and then there's like something else. I think um, we probably will talk about next episode. That is omitted from one of the newer characters that is introduced. Uh, All right, save it for then. We'll we'll leave them in suspense. Yeah, that's true. But we are we are introduced to Mamoru's man crush, or the guy who has a man crush on Mamoru, I should say. Oh, super duper man crush. Ito Asanuma, aka man crush. Man crush. Who Makoto knows. Crush. Yep. He's like she's like, hey, what's up, headlock. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we get a school festival. We do. Ray's or having... a fair, as they call it in the dub. <laughs> yeah, the school fair. Ray's mm-hmm. having like a culture festival or something. And she is teaming up with the Supernatural Research Club, even though she like talks to them when she finds out that like they're just trying to find out about UFOs. <laughs> Nerds! <laughs> There's a good like there's a good image in like the the manga where she's like she's looking at that. It's like she sees that and she's like <laughs> I've been hanging out with Usagi too much. I guess we should mention that you have been reading the manga. Except it's the original version of the manga, <laughs> like the original English translation, which has like all the Americanized names and everything. Which is yep. super crazy. It is weird. So you have I mean you've you've read through up through Act One, you haven't read through Act 2 yet because we're keeping this fresh for you, I guess. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, you've been... You you at least have some, like, kind of back and forth between now the manga and the anime. But not a whole lot. But not a whole lot. But, I mean, you'll... I still, I still have a lot to go. It'll, it'll probably... It will continue on as we go through episodes, so... And are able to talk about them. I did mentioned to you earlier though I, I think it's weird we find out that like ray is in a catholic school yeah and it's like what because you really don't see much of her like school in arc one except for like the fact that she has a different uniform and she goes to like an old girl school like that's pretty much the only things you know about her yeah but this they're like they kind of go full in it's like oh there's nuns here there's a mother superior at this school and it's like this is japan why is she going to a catholic school <laughs> Super weird. It was very, very weird. But anyways, that is uh that's kind of where we get our first introductions to one of the four Spectre sisters as as she has infiltrated Ray's school as like this rival supernatural club and is giving off these like fortune telling. She's giving these fortunes where she's like, You're gonna die in nineteen years. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like coming out crying and they're like <laughs> Ray, you gotta do something about this. Like, what's she gonna do? I mean, I guess she's a Tell good person off. to ask because she is a Sailor Guardian, but they don't know she's a Sailor Guardian. They just know that she has, like, supposed psychic powers. Yeah, so she's like, go tell these people that, like, they're not gonna die in six years. That'd be nice. And I guess also she is the rival fortune teller, so, like, hey, go get go go have this fortune teller tell off the other one. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Get her out of the school. So that's Koan. Koan, Koan. We'll go with either one of those. Uh, and she is one of the four Spectre sisters. And also a part of the Black Moon Clan. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Ow! I know, that's exactly the type of feeling you would have got if you saw someone have human combustion happen to them. You're not wrong. Because we see that this episode where someone is literally set on fire by just being alive. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> and also there was a thing in the, the, another change from the anime to the manga where like Ray has this premonition of someone being burned alive. And like in the, in the, in Crystal, it's just like some middle-aged dude. So you're just like, eh, whatever. But in the, in the manga, it's like, just like this little girl who gets burned alive by Koan. And you're just like, oh crap. Yeah. You see like her sailor suit just like burn up. You're like, oh. Oh goodness! Oh my! But anyways, we got we got a fight to happen. We're gonna fist fight. Yeah, it doesn't go too well. It doesn't. Koan brings out her cool, her cool group of like droids or whatever, and everyone has their new transformation sequences, and we get some new uh, some cool new attacks that happen. Yep. Like Ray has burning mandala now. Which is a an upgraded fire attack. Usagi tries to use Moon TR Boomerang and it's like, yeah, that gets real, real off course very quickly. <laughs> just like nothing, not a thing. Yeah. And then she just touches hands with Tuxedo Mask and like the Moon Rod appears, the Love Rod. <laughs> the Love Rod. <laughs> uh. I got to use my my phrasing gif on myself earlier. And it's it was, true. It was, good. It was a good thing. Good. So that happens, and then Sailor Moon has a new attack of Moon Princess Halation, which is an upgrade from Moon Dealing Halation, I believe is what was happening. Escalation. Escalation in part one. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty much like, hey, this is an upgrade form of that. And it's way more powerful, and it just like wipes out everyone that's in its way. Explode. Which is which is probably a good thing that you know it's not like the first arc where we're just gonna keep all these people alive until the very end even though they're dead in the manga this is like no there's dead they're dead dead yeah. they get vaporized <laughs> they get vaporized but even though they defeated the enemy didn't go so well as ray was trapped in this like wall of fire yep and then rubius and his camo pants come down and is like hey what's up guys i'm gonna take this now later bye I'm going to take this back to Matt Mercer. I'd take anything back to Matt Mercer. God. Um, <laughs> Mercury even tries to like water it off, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like they're just like trying to like break through it. And Ruby is like, yeah, when she, when a uh, Koan's done this, even though she's dead, you can't get out of that. Sucks to be tee-hee. you guys. Peace. I wish he said teehee. That would have been funny. <laughs> it's true. And everyone's very sad. Sailor Moon's like, Ray Mars! And that's how we end the episode. Yep. So we're we're down a teammate. We're down. And then there were four. Mm-hmm. The countdown begins. The countdown does begin. This wiki has a lot of different changes that are in it from, from both the manga and the anime. And also some trivia. So let's go through that real quickly before we wrap up. Seems like a good idea. 
Oh, we talked about this uh, when Cohen comes to Earth and vaporizes that little girl. That's the one change. Uh, <laughs> apparently in the manga, Umino is also present when Shibuya hypnotizes Usagi's family. Oh. Which oh, seems why? weird. I, yes. Yeah. Good question. Uh, Man Crush appears for a second time at Ray's school, where he and other members of the Sci-Fi Research Club help out the Supernatural Research Club. And then he also makes an appearance before the Fruits Cream Parlor, where he sees Usagi and Mama together, which we will get, I think, in a couple episodes. Yep. Uh, Unazuki Furuhata, which is Arcade Boy's sister, makes ah. her first appearance at the Fruits Crown Parlor. Oh, right, the sister. She's mm-hmm. like a waitress. Yes. Because, like, that, the whole thing is, like, inside the, the like, ice cream place in the manga, mm-hmm. but it's, like, outside in this, like, little patio in the, in the anime. Uh, Makado and Minako are not present during the battle and Mars' kidnapping. They appear afterwards at the beginning of the next chapter. Chibiusa never spies on the on the Guardians when they are at the, the, the ice cream place. Koen makes a, another appearance as her civilian form before the school fair when Kotono is surprised to find that another club is doing the same presentation as him. Kotono is the, the class president and basically in the anime she just gets word like, oh, there's another cl- supernatural club. And also, Ray and Kotono do not bump into Chibiusa during the school fair. So that's all differences from the manga. Let's talk about differences from the original anime, which is just, this will get very wacky real quick. Let's be real. Oh, I bet. Oh, I super bet. The cutie Moonrod was slimmer in appearance. Sailor Mars was never asked to join the Black Moon Clan, nor did she have a vivid prophetic dream about them. Koan didn't kill anyone during her missions. Koan was reformed by the Silver Crystal's healing ability, which, oh yeah, that is that is true, like... Usagi's able to heal them, and they turned, like, good in the huh. original anime. I for- I completely forgot about that. Uh, when Sailor Mars was abducted by Rubius, Sailor Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter were abducted as well. <laughs> they was like, whoop, let's grab them all real quick. Dang. Burning Mandalore released multiple small rings of fire, so it's a little bit different attack than the original anime. The cutie Moonrod was given to Sailor Moon by the spirit of Queen, Queen Serenity to eliminate the Cardian created by the two aliens. This is the original story that they made for the first half of season two. So she gets the Moonrod a little bit earlier than what happens here. Then the love touch. Yes. Uh, droids varied in appearance and evil abilities. They never numbered in great numbers, or they never, never appeared in great numbers at all, all at once. So basically they were just monsters of the week. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon's evolved transformation sequence triggered by her crystal star brooch had a few differences from her previous one triggered by her regular transformation brooch. So she got like an upgraded version of her transformation sequence. Uh, Kotono never appeared and Asanuma made a small cameo during an arc in Sailor Moon Stars, which is arc four. The Sailor Guardians did not receive new transformation devices until later in the story arc. And in the original anime... Saphir, Demand, and Esmerad, who we will meet later on, did not appear until the four Spectre sisters had been purified roughly halfway through the story arc. And some brief trivia. Hmm. Uh, they got new transformation pins because their ones were broke. And they're more powerful. That's trivia one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sailor Moon has a, has a cool new attack. Uh, the time key was shown in gold in the trailer, but in the episode it was shown in silver. So they changed the colors. Uh, I think this is like, hey, they changed the opening as well. Because that happened. In an era when Sailor Moon used Moon Tiara Boomerang and threw her magical tiara at Cohen, 
Her tiara was present on her forehead as Cohen repelled the tiara and her and tuxedo mask appeared to block it. Nice. So yeah. That ends Act 15, Infiltration, Sailor Mars. A little bit different, like, you know, just obviously it's it's, it's going full full force right at the start. There's not like a little bit of a slow build as there was in Arc 1. Because we don't have to like introduce all these characters as we did then, but we're just like going straight into it. I hope you're ready for for more abductions, as in what happens <laughs> next week. Act sixteen. I mean, abduction Sailor Mercury. It's just abduction after abduction for the first <laughs> really couple is. episodes. <laughs> These these episode titles are really just like cut straight to the point. Yeah. Really nothing, no spoilers there or anything. Man, though, I'm hype. Yeah. I mean, not for them to get abducted, but to get back into this. Yeah. This is I, I, um, I think I like Act 2 a little bit more than Act 1. Do you? Just because like it's just like you don't have to wait around for anything to happen. It's kind of just like, bam, you're right into it. And it just goes like, and then like there is there is a frame in this chapter that I think is literally my favorite frame throughout the entire story, which I showed you earlier, which happens I think quite a few episodes from now. I don't know if they'll show it in the anime. I I hope to God they do because it's literally the most badass thing in like this entire series. But yeah, some cool things are gonna happen, and like just wacky stuff in general. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look forward to that as we will be talking about the second act of Sailor Moon throughout the coming weeks, as we did with Act One, Arc One. We're back We're again. Back. It hasn't been any time for you a guys, but it's story. been a while for us. Oh my goodness. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you want to find more from us, you should go see lamacheckup.com or sac.cool for past episodes of this podcast. The Season Lamy Checkup and Season Lamy Checkup OVA. And there's also some columns and reviews on there as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com where she has cool stuff on her website. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. And like we said, next week we will be discussing episode 16, Act 16, Abduction, Sailor Mercury. Who knows what's going to happen then? Dun-dun-dun.